Are you serious right now? <laughs> Jonathan. Will is not allowed to ever take a day off. What does he think even trying to leave the show yes. is all I need to say right now. <laughs> this is, and I think it's more because I'm panicked. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, welcome. It is your hot Why, mess, why are you screaming at me right now? Right? Why are you yelling so much? Right. I don't understand. You're, and yeah. I love that the newbie over here is like doing better than me. He's like, yeah. oh, you know. he's pointing at buttons. Why is it yeah. on? Just, yeah, you push the button. Yeah, Jonathan, I forgot to put it up. <laughs> I have been so panicked all morning because Will calls me and says um, that he, he's not going to make it today. So, no, William. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, he's like, and he tells me, he's like, well, it'll be good for you mm-hmm. because you'll you'll get to learn the boards. So did you find see. this after I called you and talked to you? No, this was mm-hmm. before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was still, and it was like just before you wow, called you're so yeah. nice about it. I was offering <laughs> me to have. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's because that's all being, I need to be nice. I mean, you have a lot going on. I would have figured it out. And do you have the right headphones? Maybe I should ask yeah, like maybe you should you should get the other ones. Yeah, these mm-hmm. ones yeah, maybe are, try those. So, welcome. Yeah. Hi, um, welcome to your hot mess Sunday. Like very, mm-hmm. very, very hot mm-hmm. mess Sunday. Uh, it is outspoken. We yep. are welcome you to uh, KYRS, the Medical Lake, Spokane. That's eighty-eight point one and ninety-two point three FM. You still have to look at the yeah. sign. <laughs> I do because I'm so panicked over here. It's like I those know, nightmares I, I have mm-hmm. where I go on stage and I'm in a play and I don't know my lines. So what you're supposed to say is, no, uh, Greg, I was looking out the window. Right? Yeah, it's it's really such a beautiful, beautiful day, day, and I can funny. see through brick walls. I can. Yeah. See <laughs> so welcome. This this is outspoken and actually. This is outspoken mm-hmm. with just Greg, Sergey, and Jonathan, mm-hmm. which pretty soon it it's going to be, be just. So <laughs> listen today. This is what it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah. We apologize now. But no remember, way. you can get a hold of us today either on Facebook at mm-hmm. fe- facebook.com slash outspoken, outspokesman, or you can tweet us at out, outspokesman. Um, for Twitter, we have Kurt, the reliable Kurt, standing by in the other room, who will be happy to pass us a note if you happen to write us and have a question. And remember, if you have a question about the first hour of our show, you just hashtag Hot Mess Sunday because that's us. Mm-hmm. That is uh, us. We're registered. Mm-hmm. Um, so ours. if you want to talk about yeah, <laughs> it's all ours, we own it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you've listened to the show at all in the past eight months, we definitely own it. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. We own that hot mess. So, so boys, <laughs> Greg, first of all, welcome back. Hi, Thank you. Yeah. I, know, I know. I've been gone for t- like two weeks. You're all mm-hmm. tan. Yeah. And then you can see me. I yeah, can, I know. <laughs> and and I, he made sure to wear light color shirts yeah, so yeah. that his skin pops. You could really see so his yeah, tan yeah, today. Right. This um, whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Greg, where where were you for the past two weeks? Uh, I've been week? in L.A. Mm-hmm. and then I went to Cal- uh, San Diego. Mm. So we flew into L.A. and, you know, had a whole night there, drove the coast. Mm-hmm. Within the first three days we were there, we had been to 11 different places. So, wow. I mean, we went wow. everywhere. Uh, so... Everything went so well, uh, getting on the plane to our luggage mm-hmm. to our rent a car. So we rented a car, and there, and I forgot who it was that we went through, but um, they go, okay, so here is your ticket. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Go pick out your car. And so they have a lot full of cars mm-hmm. right. with keys in them that you just pick out which one you want. <laughs> so <Has> like uh, – <laughs> Uh, car thief's dream. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it was really exciting. So we, I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. And they're all a bunch of little, like Ford. And they're all brand new. They're all new cars. Right. Ford Focus, Ford whatever, you know. And then I found the one car I had to have. And I just saw Parker's dreadful look on his face. And then I found a Fiat. <laughs> oh, <Right>. God. <laughs> hey, the greatest Parker thing. is also 6'5". Yeah, yeah. you know, he fit? Yeah. Well, he... It's really funny that you say that because uh, he didn't really have a choice. 
because sure. that's the one sure. guy I really wanted. Yeah. And so he got the seat all yeah. the way back in the back <laughs> seat. And he actually, Have he, you seen the Flintstones? Yeah, Where exactly. they put their feet through? That's what That's really funny because sure. that's how he said He goes, I felt like I was pedaling the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is gutless to begin yeah. with. We're going yeah. up the Hollywood Hills, and it's like, no! Like, it sounds like he's going to explode. You sounded time. like Pee Wee yeah. Herman. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You should have gotten the convertible so he could stick his head through the Yeah, no the kidding. That was really funny because we yeah. were talking a lot about this at our work barbecue yesterday. Yeah. People are saying the same thing. But, uh, but it turned out to be really good because mm-hmm. driving in the cities and trying to park, you know, that thing just, I mean, zooms around. Sure, parks right. in, all those parking spots that no one can fit in because everyone else is awkward about it. I was going to say, it. it would be the only car I would be comfortable trying to parallel park in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's a rental car, so you could just kind of, you know, bumper your way in. Right. Okay, I'm in. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sure the rental company loves to hear yeah. that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? So we get there. So first of all, we get to L.A., and the first person I see is, is uh, and this is for all of you housewives of Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and uh, B- Vanderpump Rules fans. Right. Uh, I got to see Lisa Vanderpump's husband at first. Love that. And I had it, I wasn't all crazy. I wanted to just jump out and get mm-hmm. pictures. And Parker was, you know, have a little class, Parker. Okay, all right, Greg. <laughs> so I held it back for a little bit, and I just took a picture. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And then uh, uh, we later on went and did a bunch of stuff. Went out to dinner. So we went to uh, Sir... For dinner, mm-hmm. and oh, we saw her, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we saw Sir, and then we saw Shayna first. Mm-hmm. So we kind of made it like a point system, you sure. know, because sure. Shayna's like, of course she did. <laughs> Shayna's cool, you know. We like Shayna. She yeah. can kind of be a brat. Yeah. Let me into a whole bunch of new stuff. She's gonna have her own show, which I'm assuming is gonna be on the wedding, right? Which oh, is this wow. weekend, yeah. Which is this, and then um, uh, what was the other thing? I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, they had a wedding and she doesn't know shit about it. <laughs> right, right there, there, yeah, all of it. I absolutely hate that kind of noise. I don't like her. So if you, I mean, I'm sorry. I know a lot of our listening audience, even if they don't want to admit it, they watch. They she, watch House. I don't. I I did not like Stassi. I I couldn't stand her. Oh, that's true. Maybe that's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, they all just blur together. But so then we kind of made like. a point system. So then once we're like, okay, she is cool. Then mm-hmm. watch Jax, and that's bigger Ooh. points. So it's pretty much like it's my best points. Yeah. Uh, now, if if uh, Stassi was there, that'd be mm-hmm. I mean, right below Lisa. You yeah, know, that'd be pretty good. Right. But she left the show. Yeah, so she's gone. <laughs> you guys are just saying all these names. I'm like, oh, so you went and saw the housewives? Cool. <laughs> all right, so what are, else? Are you trying to tell us you have uh, a life? Yeah, I think so. That's so, it. That's what it is. Bit. Anyways, I got to. So, anyways, we decided that Jax was cool. Mm-hmm. We're really excited about getting pictures with Jax. And then, uh, and they were super nice about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then we went out to dinner. We're like, okay, we're probably not going to see Lisa. She's the owner. You know, they mm-hmm. don't ever come. So, sure enough, we went out to dinner, came back, and she got out of her car. We got a picture with her. So, That's, it was really And cool. it's a great mm-hmm. picture, yeah. too. She was I super saw nice. It and I and I was excited. Yeah, it was Parker's 30th birthday, and she wished Parker a happy birthday and got Aww. a picture with us. And it was really cool. We hung out all night long. So, right. We're, best right. So there's that. <laughs> that we're besties. No, but, anyways. <laughs> Went to San Diego, drove the coast, went to went to all the beaches, mm-hmm. Santa Monica, all that. I mean, out to the pier. That is with like, the... I have to say, I, jealous because I wish yeah. I I could do something like that. But right. also the gayest vacation I've ever heard of. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. I fitted. I was fitted. Look at what I'm wearing. Right, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I I was fitting in just fine there. Yeah, like I, was I mean, the streets was there lucky. are the street, the crosswalks mm-hmm. are rainbow are rainbow painted rainbow. Are they oh, really? Were you, yeah. Was well, it, it was also Hollywood? Pride. It was also yep. Pride down oh, okay. in San Diego okay. everywhere, okay. too. So oh, that's San Diego. We went to experience all of that. That was mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and did a lot of walking. It was super busy. Mm-hmm. And the beaches were the best part. Carnado, Carnado Beach. We mm-hmm. went to a resort, had two drinks. It was $30. 
See, yeah. I don't think I can wow. afford California. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two drinks, yeah. thirty dollars. Yeah, you know. we found a house. Uh-huh. We kind of got an idea. Like, what's a house sure. like down here? How yeah. much does that cost? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I love it. You're like, we thought we <laughs> for a house that's about um, I don't know a thousand square feet, and it, not in good shape. No yard. I think mm-hmm. it was like three hundred thousand. <gasps> wow! So, oh my god! We were, yeah, it was. <laughs> it puts it puts Spokane housing market in perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah, there. No kidding. <laughs> right so there. it was a blast. Mm-hmm. We were pretty tired mm-hmm. when we got back, uh, and we've been busy, busy since we got back as well. So you hit the ground mm-hmm. running. I mean, and that's the worst part about that's the best and worst part about vacations. You go and have a great time. The minute you get home, yeah. it's catch up. Yeah, yeah. you need so exactly. like wait. I need, you need a day off vacation. from right. the vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I did. Good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did, and so I did. You know that, but we came back, and, yeah. and we had we have a family member that we lost recently. And we are so sorry. Uh, yeah, and so, yeah. so all of us my, had outspoken, yeah. obviously. Or, so we appreciate mm-hmm. that. If I'm not on my top game today, it's just because it's been a hectic, hectic. Sure. People are so. used to us not being on our top game, <laughs> right? <laughs> You'll fit in. They're like, no, it's Hot Mess Sunday. That's why we hashtagged you. So we're good. Greg, do you have anything to say? Who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know who Greg yeah. is. Um, mm-hmm. And so things to remember this. This show, we have, in the second hour, we are going to interview the great comedian, hilarious, out-lesbian comedian, um, Suzanne Westenhofer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the beginning here, we're going to take a quick music break, and then we're going to bring on Brad Crelia. And Brad, if you're listening, we're so sorry if we messed up your last name. Um, he's on the phone <laughs> currently with Kurt in the other room. Brad is the editor and co-founder of Hipster.com, which is some mm-hmm. uh, something we're going to be talking about him in to with him about mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. um but he's also going to be running for office and so we want to talk to him a little bit about that he's very he's very politically minded he's an activist um and he's running for democratic precinct committee officer here in spokane so uh, we want to talk to him a little bit about that uh, why he's so passionate about um that's a very supportive role mm-hmm. we'll talk we'll have him explain to us exactly what that is but brad if you're listening give us we're going to take a really quick music break and then we're going to bring brad on the air and we're going to talk to him for a few minutes and find out you know it's an, our ongoing educating the public on the politics here in your own backyard right. last week with john yeah. snyder who was amazing this week brad Grelia. so until then i have a song i want to try to play and i do say try because we know how i how I am on these boards, but <laughs> all these buttons, all these buttons, yeah. and they all have lights. Um, I find Reba McIntyre released a song uh, this past week or the mm. week before, mm-hmm. and it's called "Pray for Peace." And it's a very simple song. It's the same words over and over, and then with a little added. And it has gone viral all over the internet. And it comes with uh, basically you start with your hands together as you sing, pray, and then you do two peace signs for peace. Um, and stars all over the place are doing their own videos for it. What I find amazing about it, I was in a conversation this week about all of the different topics we could Mm -hmm. ever talk about, all of the serious stuff. And Jonathan, we already know, is the bleeding heart. Um, But what I love about this is I don't care if this is, you know, I think she wrote it more for Israel and what's going on over there currently. But what I find the best part is I don't care what faith you are. I don't care what fight you're in. In the end, don't we? I mean, it is all about that cliche. Can't we all just get along? Mm-hmm. And so for me, that is what this song is. It's I just pray for peace. That's why we do this show. I want everybody to forget what, uh, you know, the labels we put on ourselves. I want to forget about Democrats, Republicans. Can't mm-hmm. we all? Can't we all just get along? Can't we all just do that? So for me, that is what this song means. And Reba has not released it yet on iTunes. So <laughs> we're going to try a little trick called a computer. <laughs> so, hopefully, here is Pray for Peace. Outspoken, this is Jonathan. All righty. Are we good? 
Yes, we are. All right. Yep. So if you're coming in, you are listening to Outspoken KYRS uh, 88.1, 92.3. And we mm-hmm. have Brad Creeley on the line, who's um, coming well, up here. And we're going to have him in just a second. Just one second. Yep. We're pulling him through. Pulling him out. Yep. This is your hot mess Sunday. Yeah, so obviously it's right. going to be a bit messy now. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Caller, are you there? Jonathan, do you transfer them? Caller, you are on the air. Nope, nothing. All right. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Oh, there hello. we go. Hi. <laughs> oh, hello, happy, Brad. Happy day. Welcome to. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing, doing great. Good. Welcome to Outspoken. It is uh, your hot mess Sunday, which we just proved right there. Mm-hmm. Brad, this is great. like you're yeah. our, our first spotlight in a while. And uh, you are. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. You are from Spokane and you are the co founder and editor of hipster.com. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, and, and the co-founder and uh, creative director at Hipster.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're a nationally, uh, well, internationally read online magazine um, that my friend Jesse Kindle and I started in 2009 um, for younger people living with or affected by HIV and AIDS. Oh, wow. And I think that's amazing. And honestly, we started this show back in December, and we were talking about you at our very first meeting and uh, oh. have been wanting to get you on the show for a while. And so I got this call from our producer back there and said, you know, he's, he talked to you. And not only do you run that site, but you are going to be running for office, the Democratic Precinct Committee officer. Is that correct? Yeah, for the 3327 precinct. Um, uh-huh. Actually, the, my, the election is um, the ballots are going to be due by August 5th. So the, my election's coming up just here in, in August, few weeks. Um, oh, wow. So I wow. guess not even a few weeks, but 10 days or so. So yeah. everybody needs um, to get out there and vote. Yeah. That's yeah, they saying. need to turn their ballots in. They should have received sure. them by now. You can still call the Spokane County auditors. I mm-hmm. believe mm-hmm. today might be the last day. Right. Yeah, we actually had our or, ballots well, in the studio actually, earlier last week. Yep, we did. So tell us a little bit about now. In the future, we're actually having you on a show to talk mm-hmm. about Hipster, mm-hmm. but on this uh, Spotlight segment, we want to talk to you about, you're very active, politically active, you're definitely more liberal from all of the articles and things I've read. What got you into the politics, and what makes you want to get in? I mean, the Democratic mm-hmm. Precinct Committee Officer, from what I understand, will have you tell us what they do specifically, yeah. but you do a, that job does a lot for the Democratic well, yeah, the Party. Basic, the basic jobs are, you know, canvassing, uh, precinct coordination, and the precincts are like it's a neighborhood area. The precinct I'm running for is one of the larger ones in Spokane. It's, it's basically Nora to the Spokane River and then um, Monroe to Cedar. So it's kind of okay, a big wow. chunk okay. area with wow. Spokane Regional Health, the courthouse, the uh, wow. arena is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a big precinct in Spokane, and you basically coordinate with different campaigns to educate voters. Um, trying to get people out registered to vote. Um, you're basically coordinating and just getting people out to vote in your precinct for the Democratic candidates you're supporting. Um, I grew up in Spokane. My family moved here at about 89. Mm-hmm. I went to high school um, at Lewis and Clark High School downtown, and my parents had an alternative newspaper called The Local Planet around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got me really involved in, in local politics and got me involved just in sort of alternative progressive issues in Spokane. Um, at a really young age. So I, I was writing for the local planet and for the Spokesman Review in high school. Um, I started wow. actively getting involved in local mm-hmm. and national politics at a young age for Al Gore and John Kerry here. 
Um, our editor, Tom Grant, left the local planet to run for mayor unsuccessfully against Jim West. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first, like, local sort of hands-on campaign experience in mm-hmm. Spokane. Mm-hmm. Um, but after I, I graduated, I went on to go to school in Seattle, and I interned for Patty Murray there. Um, ended up getting a job for Hillary Clinton and worked in a few states for Hillary Clinton and then for the, the um, for President Obama's both of his last campaigns um, in Seattle. And then I was a regional field organizer over here in Spokane for his last um, re-election a short time before I moved to New York for some, some, for some work with Hitster. But um, so I've been involved in Spokane politics basically, you know, most of my, most of my life since a really young age, just because my parents are so involved. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to being able to get in, get out and, um, you know, pushing the causes that I've been working for for a long time in the area and really moving Spokane forward. Sure, sure. Do you find that, and, and things have changed a great mm-hmm. deal over the last decade, of course, for the east Definitely. side of the mountains here, but it's, we still do tend to lean red. Do you mm-hmm. find it difficult being a, a liberal Democrat over here? Do you find it challenging well, you know, at all? It, when I left high school, I, I remember there was this mentality in Spokane where everyone was like, oh, God, you know, as soon as you get out of high school, you just want to leave and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm seeing more and more young people come back here. There's there's more people coming here and opening businesses and, and starting, you know, really cool, you know, like Elkfest was so great to go to this year. There's some really cool, like the Inlander had a great music festival downtown. I did Bloomsday this year. There's a lot of really cool things that happen in Spokane and a lot of people that really come here. We were voted, I think, the third gayest city in the country yeah um so i think that there there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of change that's happening in spokane and you know we have both of our, our representatives are democrats you know we have um Rosselli and ormsby and then we have our, our state senators andy billig mm-hmm. you know sure. so we have some yeah. really great progressive leaders in the area as well as our council president ben stucker who i was a research mm-hmm. assistant mm-hmm. to when i moved back um late last year um Councilman Snyder, who was just a guest on your show, is, yes, is great. You know, right. we have a really progressive yeah. council majority. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mm-hmm. we have a lot of really amazing progressive things happening in Spokane, and it's really shifted a lot over the last, you know, five to ten years. Even yeah. so, yeah. more so in the last five years, I would say. Yeah. The city of Spokane definitely has been progressing. And I have to say, when John, you mm-hmm. mentioned John Snyder, yeah. he was great. You know, we're doing yeah. uh, what we would call Politics 101 on our show because we're mm-hmm. talking about the importance of knowing who represents you mm-hmm. and who's out there, especially in your own backyard. Um, and not to yeah. look too far in the future, but, you know, uh, Councilman Snyder was telling us how, you know, his term is up and there's term limits in the council. Mm-hmm. And uh, next year, and you know, and that makes those of us who know how progressive he was want someone. Are you? Is that a possibility in your future? Maybe you can run for his seat. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I'm I'm exploring the idea of running for the third council, the third district council seat um, in mm-hmm. 2015. Um, I, I was the we just had um, Councilman Salvatore. He stepped down, mm-hmm. um, so they're looking for an, a replacement right now. But. Um, I, I didn't quite meet the residency requirements, so um, just because I was in New York for work and came back, and I've been back in a year, but um, I'm definitely looking at the, a run for 15. I think that um, I think that it would be a really great thing. There's just a lot of work that goes into it. I want to make sure it's definitely the right thing. But I, you know, I, I love Spokane. I mm-hmm. love that that mm-hmm. part of Spokane, the north side of Spokane, and the downtown, air, like the Riverfront Park downtown area. And I do think that with Kindle Yards going in and oh, yeah. and with um, I-502, and there's a lot of really great opportunity to do some really cool things in Spokane. And I think Absolutely. that area is going to be really up and coming. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to the next few years and the possibilities of running for other offices. So mm-hmm. in... in um an effort to be more educational here. And I have to admit until this morning, I didn't realize 
which office you were running for. And that's not really one we talk a lot about. And I know you talk about it's about getting out there and educating. I know it's about helping to help swing voters to make their mm-hmm. their decision and get people out to vote. Is this like the next it, are is there a term here? Is it the next year of your life? And then when it's you go out year, there to educate your term. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you go out to educate people, what's that like? Are you on the phones? Are you out hitting the streets? Yeah, um, we, we do a little bit of canvassing, which is going door-to-door and talking to people in the district. Um, there's about 300 people um, in the, in, who are strong Democrats, who are, are people that I'm, I'm getting out and talking to right now, and about the same and maybe a, a little bit more I'm calling. So about 700 people that we're calling and talking with personally, um, going out and knocking on their doors, calling on the phones, getting phone banks together for different candidates, um, like right now, when we're out canvassing for um, myself for the Democratic Precinct Committee Officer uh, uh, for 3327, uh, we're also canvassing for um, Joe Pacotas, who's running for Senate against um, Kathy mm-hmm. Morris Rogers. Right. So right. um, we're kind of showing what a PCO does by doing it before I get elected, hopefully, on August 5th. Well, um, so going out and just educating voters on different candidates who, you know, we support and we're working with by either calling out and phone banking a few nights a week or going out and knocking on doors a few nights a week mm-hmm. and talking to voters mm-hmm. and just letting them know exactly, you know, what elections are coming up, when the voting dates are, um, making sure they're registered, making sure they know, you know, how to turn in their ballots in the mail-in system um, or if they need to drop the ballot off, what they need to do mm-hmm. and who they need to contact if they need to find out more information. And it really sounds like that position is, I mean, not only grassroots, real grassroots stuff, but it's also the mm-hmm. a really firm foundation for your political party. You know what I mean? It helps oh, with the definitely. infrastructure. It's the foundation of the Democratic Party. Um, it's a, it's basically the first level of the sort of uh, pyramid um, that goes all the way to the national convention. So it starts out, the precinct committee officer actually runs the precinct caucuses, mm-hmm. which then goes into the legislative district, the, convention, the county conventions, the state conventions, and all the way to the national convention. So you're actually starting the whole process and you're kind of the first wave of people to to get them involved and get people volunteering and calling and supporting candidates while they go forward until they get elected or you know all the way up from state local and to national politics mm-hmm. so it I, is really the sort of base baseline and the beginning sort of um position for for um for getting people excited and pumped up for the democratic issues and, and causes and candidates so i i'm really excited because it's something that i've been doing for a long time um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been volunteering or canvassing or, you know, and, and working for different candidates like this, you know, for the last 15 years. So um, it just kind of makes sense to go into, you know, an actual elected spot and work with other people and, and really just continue to working to get, um, you know, Democrats elected. Well, it really and sounds like, especially in that area, it mm-hmm. really sounds like your life has been on a trajectory to begin elected office. I mean, do you feel like all of your experience up to now really is preparing you for this beginning? I, you know, I never up until a few years ago. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with my work with Hipster, and like in New York, I was doing a lot of things um, with gay men's health crisis. Um, mm-hmm. The, the um, World AIDS Conference and the first one in 19 years in D.C. I was doing these things, and I was seeing people my age transition from campaign to, um, to actual being to being the candidates, from working on a campaign to actually being the candidate. And it just made me um, – I had this, this kind of yearning. I wasn't exactly sure what it was, and I just felt this need to go back to Spokane and come home and 
And when I got home, I was just, it, it kind of clicked in my head and I was like, you know, I feel like I need to do something more than just sort of stay behind the scenes. And, and mm-hmm. I, I felt like, I guess, yeah, I was sort of uh, maybe getting myself set up for this for a long time. And I, I never really put them together, but, um, it's not really somewhere I ever, like I said, I, I never really pictured myself going there, but at a certain point you just feel like you can only do so much behind the scenes and you want to put your, you know, the, the issues and the, the beliefs that you have forward and you want to kind of, like I said, just try to move Spokane forward. And I feel like that's something that I've been given that opportunity to do. And, um, you know, I want to do the best that I can for the area. So, And, I, you know, I know I've read some of your writings out there and, of course, hipster.com and, um I, it's very mm-hmm. obvious you're passionate. If you even your Facebook page, you're passionate about issues because of that. And like you just talking about realizing, you know, to to do the things you want to do, you needed to go for this office. Do you see? Do you have uh, political ambitions to continue and uh, to stay in politics and to maybe do things that even make more of an impact every step you take? Honestly, like when, when I get myself into a job or a position, I kind of want to focus on that. Um, I, so at this point, you know, I, 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 I have no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, a council race is a full-time job that, you know, you're not really mm-hmm. paid for. So, you know, you're right. working pretty much full-time on that. And then if I was to get elected, you know, you'd be in a, a four-year term or a term there. So it's just, I, I, you never know. I, you know, like I said, a few years ago, I didn't see myself jumping from behind the scenes of campaigns into an actual running for office. So I, I would say you never know. But um, <laughs> but it's way too much work right time. now to think that far, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's amazing. We're actually looking very forward to having you on a future show and talking more in depth about the work you've done prior to this running for mm-hmm. a public office. Um, because I think it's important. It's all part of that education that we're trying to do on Outspoken. Um, and so I think this, you know, needing to admit my uh, ignorance, I love knowing more about this D- Democratic Precinct Committee officer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love that it's, it's all about very, education. It's hmm? Definitely. It's education, and, that, and that's, the, that's the main thing. And um, I guess just one last thing, you know, I guess yeah. uh, when I'm on the show next, I believe um, it would be it's going to be after the election. So hopefully yes. I'll be coming on as a PCO, and right. I can kind of explain a little bit more about the position and then um, – I just wanted to remind people of ballots to do by the test. If they haven't mm-hmm. had them already, they could try Monday calling Spokane County Auditor's Office. Um, and any, any more information, um, I'm Brad Crillia, C-R-E-L-I-A. Um, that's at Twitter. Uh, it's my Twitter handle, Brad Crillia. Okay. And then it's mm-hmm. J. Brad Crillia on Facebook. So Facebook.com slash J. Brad Crillia. And actually, uh, Kurt, if you're listening, our producer man over there, I'll have him pick up the phone after this because I'll have him put that link up for people. Uh, so all Great. of our listeners, you. if you're listening and you want to find out more about about Brad Creelia and the position he's running for and uh, just more about what he, he stands for, we'll mm-hmm. have that up on the site. So please go there. You can either go to Twitter or you can go to his Facebook page. We'll have uh, Kurt mm-hmm. get that over there, too. So we thank you so much for taking time to be on our show this morning. Uh, we definitely yeah, thank you. have fun getting mm-hmm. educated all the time. And we wish you the best of luck in that election. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Oh, and one last yes. thing. Um, yes. Hipster.com is temporarily down. We'll have it back up shortly, um, and I'll have it up in time definitely by the next show. So, Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah, I did read that this morning. morning. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, well, thank you, All Brad, right. so much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. So that was Brad Crillia on the air. All right. Greg, uh, I, I'm here. Thoughts? Yeah, you're there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm here. I was a little quiet yeah. on that. I, you know, I yeah. just 
Sometimes I, when we have these guests, I just enjoy yeah, listening yeah. to them. And like I said, uh, you know, there's this is uh-huh. something I'm not very familiar with myself. It's true. Yeah, yeah. So I enjoy being just uh, – Jonathan, he's a good talker. Jonathan you know, is a great interviewer. Yeah, he yeah. is. He, he has some really, really good questions. Does. So I like to be definitely. able to sit and just let, let – <laughs> Educate yourself. Yeah. Yeah, He definitely. probes in and he's, yeah. he's good at this kind of stuff. So, yeah, to but, be honest, I didn't even know what a PCO was. Yeah, I, that I was good really to know. I still don't know. How, yeah, I'm yeah. Look, actually, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you, I want to look – I'm excited for us to right. post that because I want to really look into it. But – well, uh, I, I'm, I'm eager to find out. I hope that he does win so mm-hmm. that when he does come yeah. on, he's able to give us a little bit more information on that. Right, exactly. But also at the same time, I'm, I'm excited to le- uh, learn about uh, hipster.com yeah. and, uh, yeah. and yeah. where that really came from and what it's all about. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Hot mess Sunday. Yeah, there we go. Jonathan's trying to get uh, Brad transferred over. So I have to figure that out. Will. Thank you for leaving us today. Yes, yes, you thank techie. you so much. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to replace him anyway. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna really have to matter. learn to not rely on him so much since yes. he's leaving. Um, but speaking of which, yeah, the seventeenth of August will be Will's last show, so yeah. we will not be having a guest because the guest will be Will. I know. Yeah. Not, I know. <laughs> he has requested not to have anyone but. No. Yeah, his, his, himself. He wants to steal the show. What? Never. Yeah. Right. Will Never. of all people. Never. And That's you right. won't hear much from Jonathan because he'll yeah. be blubbering <laughs> like a baby He'll be crying in the, in the corner. I'll yeah. be crying. It'll and, be a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> attacking him. <laughs> You're yeah. right. It'll yeah. be that. It's the mixture of anger and tears. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can't leave yeah. me. <laughs> How dare you? I, You mm. know, Brenda, our, our uh, friend of the show, the psychic, already yeah, tells me right. that I have abandonment issues. And yeah. I already know that. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not true. That was fun. I heard nothing that you guys said, but that was fun, right? Well, what did you think, Jonathan? Yeah. I actually thought it's, you know, it's, I love that it's part of the, we've been concentrating a lot on, on being educated about politics mm-hmm. in our local area mm-hmm. because right. we end up talking so much about politics on the national level. We talk yeah. about gay yeah. marriage all the time. We talk about INDA constantly lately, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk a little mm-hmm. more about that in a few minutes. So I thought it was a lot of fun to learn. First of all, let me admit, I had no idea that that position right. even yeah. existed. I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think most of us did, but but I also right. love what it stands for. I love mm-hmm. that it's about mm-hmm. getting out there, uh, being educated, and honestly, I think it would be nice if all our politicians held that office at some point because yeah. it sounds like it's the hard work, it's the yeah. pounding the pavement, the behind it's the, the scenes. knocking on the doors, it's oh, the yeah. making oh, yeah. the phone calls. Oh yeah. I will say I did hear one thing when I was on it, and I heard someone say that Jonathan has no problem talking. <laughs> well, did you and hear your conscience say that? or <laughs> No, I heard what? it come out of uh, you guys' mouth. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did yeah. hear that. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's be honest. Yeah. I heard my name, and so then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, You're what? trying to be subtle. Did someone say, Jonathan, what? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Mm-hmm. But we're really excited. We are going to jump into hot topics, but mm-hmm. there is something we are excited that we have to do. Now we get to do what's <laughs> right, the show, yeah. and that is we do have a new underwriter on Outspoken. Mm-hmm. So um, Outspoken, of course, we are on KYRS. We are a community radio station. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. rely on the support of our community. And um, so this is part of what keeps shows like this on the air. So we love that. So right. Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography, 415 and a half. West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport, and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. 
wow. I think that it's was, pretty exciting. Yeah. For, I think it's exciting for us to have mm-hmm. someone come in and, and underwrite for us. I think it's amazing. It's, so. yeah, it's, it's, the best it's feeling in the world yeah. was coming to our mailbox here. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a big that note. Yeah. I do believe. Yeah. <laughs> there was a someone big note listens. saying, you have an underwriter. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Uh, what? Yeah. Are you yeah, talking to us? We've been on the air as of the 7th. No, as of the 8th of August, we'll be on the air eight months. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. a little eight-month-old yeah. show. We're not even a and year old yet, but we're so close. We are. So close. We're doing so well, <laughs> and uh, we thank all of our loyal listeners out there. We, mm-hmm. you know, we have over six hundred uh, fans on Facebook. Um, it's a big deal for us, and we definitely don't take it lightly. And we appreciate you all very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But with all that said, why don't we get into a little messy dish? How about that, boys? What all do you right. Think? Okay, so we have been talking a lot the last few weeks about Enda. Enda. Um, This has been in, Mm -hmm. it passed the House, it has stalled in the Senate. Right. Um, The Speaker of the House, John Boehner, Boehner won't put it on the docket. He won't even talk about it. Yeah, he he has very interesting views as in not having views about it. Right. He refuses. The weirdest thing is he will say, I mean, he actively avoids Mm -hmm. the subject of Enda. And so what's even more interesting is that on... Um, on Monday, we talked that President Barack Obama was going to do some executive orders, and he was going to add, he was going to add um, protections for in the government and protections for anybody who has a federal contract with the government for transgendered and sexual orientation. Those were both going to be added to the protection class of these executive orders. The the con- you know the question going on in our community was is mm-hmm. he had had a lot of pressure to do what they did to Enda which was to add broad religious liberties to those executive orders for him to do that he would have had to rewrite the executive orders which he he can do as president mm-hmm. or he could just sign this adding these two classes to these two different um executive orders that already exist add right. you know right. he could just sign a statement saying these are added to it or mm-hmm. you could change it. Enda, mm-hmm. the biggest controversy right now is a lot of people feel it's been gutted in Congress. It's supposed to protect LGBT individuals um, for being mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. You know, it's employment protections. And yet there was this huge religious liberties swath in there saying, you can't discriminate unless you discriminate. Exactly. And, that's, and that's <laughs> we been, love to put it that way. Right. Yeah. And HRC still is pushing it through. Um, trying mm-hmm. to back it, but a lot of large LGBT organizations have pulled their support yeah. of this. Yeah, been that's been the controversy. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was like that suspenseful movie. We were waiting for Monday, and the music was getting big, yeah. and we're waiting <laughs> to see is President Obama going to right, right. you know bow down to the pressure mm-hmm. and rewrite the order, or is he just going to simply add these things? Well, what happened? Well, he just simply added those things. He added them right on. Yeah, he, it was he the best thing them. ever. It was because Obama is our friend, right? And, and right yeah. now we really is. And he said yeah. everyone deserves exactly to be protected. Yeah. For so basically, he took two executive mm-hmm. orders from Nixon did one, I believe, and Lyndon B. Johnson did one. Yep. And he added yep. to them. One is if you're a federal employee, he mm-hmm. added um, sexual orientation had already been added to that by President Clinton, but he right. added transgender. Yeah. To that, Gender so you're protected identity. if you yep. work for the government. Mm-hmm. You cannot be fired for this. And then he took the one by Nixon. And he added both, which is if you are a contractor and you are being contracted by the federal government, you also are not allowed uh, any of the people who are already in the protected class and Mm -hmm. transgender and um, 
and sexual orientation. Yeah. So if you're making money because you got a federal contract, now you can't do it either. That right. is millions of jobs. I think it's like 26 million. Yeah, yeah. It affects 26 million workers. It, it affects a lot of people. That's right. So he chose, I'm just going to add this statement, uh-huh. and here we are. So for us, after the, you know, what happened with the Hobby Lobby ruling on the Supreme mm-hmm, Court, mm-hmm. what happened with uh, mm-hmm. you, what's going on with Inda, that's actually a big win for us. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I think we can feel really good about that. So, right. you know, we've been waiting. We posted the article on Facebook mm-hmm. Monday, the minute mm-hmm. it came out. And I just think that's a sigh of relief because we're waiting, you know, Right. Hobby Lobby ruling has opened up a whole new world for mm-hmm. this religious liberties mm-hmm. for yeah. and what's fun what's funny to me about the religious liberties thing now Greg this is something I, I can ask you because I also come from a Christian background but my faith has taken a very different journey um, mm-hmm. you very much you profess to be a Christian and I think that's amazing so as a Christian where's your feelings about being able to this religious liberty exemption saying that as a Christian organization, I have the right to tell you due to your sexual orientation or due to, due to these whatever X factor it is, I mm-hmm. have the right because of my beliefs to to not like give you the health care that's in the Affordable Care Act. Or, yeah. Yeah. But well, I want to know. Yeah, I think I'm more of a diet Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Christian light. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be gay and be a full-out Christian. Right. Okay. Let's just, okay. Wait, okay. I feel like a, an SNL parody coming yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it goes back to our mm-hmm. core is the fact that you can't mix religion with uh, with mixing with the public of mm-hmm. huge organizations like this and Hobby Lobby. And if you're out there selling to the public and a part of the public, then you can't bring in. I mean, if you're an individual, um, that's one thing. But once you start bringing in, I just don't mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. the fact if you're going to be out there, you can't pick right. and choose. Um, this is okay. This is okay. This is not okay. And then right, it also right. comes down to there's so many different levels of Christianity. Mm-hmm. You're right. someone who is like myself, who is very liberal and very open minded. And, and us Christians are saying, wait a second, these big dogs up here that are high, you know, whatever, they're making the decisions for the rest mm-hmm. of us right. is mm-hmm. a load of crap. Right. See, you know, and I think you make a, a good yeah. point, which has been brought up a lot, which is we do. I admit we talk a lot about the Christian right, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, and we act like. And I never want to fall into that trap, but it is easy mm-hmm. to say that is all Christians. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. a group of people saying they talk for all Christians, and that is not necessarily no, true. No, that's very not true at yeah. all. And it is unfortunate that they do have a platform currently that is very conservative, and those that group of people mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. making statements that I think makes a whole group of people in this in this country. Very uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So I just think it's interesting. You know, we, we laugh about it, and I still say it's true. It's, uh, you know, Inda, with its current form, is very much all about don't discriminate, but discriminate. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. just very much there. What is most interesting about this, as we mentioned, Speaker of the House John Boehner earlier, yep. um, it's gone through the Senate, but he won't put it on the docket for the House. Mm-hmm. When the executive orders were written <laughs> on Monday— yeah. Yep. Some reporters went out and tried to get feedback from different Republicans, including mm-hmm. John Boehner, and they all pretty much had the same response, which was crickets. Yeah. They had no, <laughs> no one. No response. Yeah. When John Boehner was asked, he said, well, the president puts out a, a lot of executive orders. And they're like, well, how do you feel about that? He's like, well, the president can do what the president's going to do. 
And he Isn't just, that he weird? wouldn't even say Cop anything out. about, yeah, Cop anything out. about the LGBT. <laughs> it just yeah. what found what interesting. Can God. I be honest? It made me a little uncomfortable. Oh, definitely. That, I mean, I almost prefer to know what the people who are against me. I, I, I want to see my crazy. Mm-hmm. So if crazy's coming after me, I want to. And it felt like they were. You know what I felt like? This is the nerdiest thing I could <laughs> think of because I love my metaphors. Uh, mm-hmm. But it made me feel like if you ever read Harry Potter <laughs> and, <laughs> and Voldemort and how we don't speak his name and we ignore that it's there, but it's happening yep. under. It felt like that. So it makes me go, what's happening? Oh, so John, John Boehner is Voldemort? No, he's, I guess no, so. He, no, no, you can't <laughs> oh, say oh. he's the Dark Prince. No, that's right. right. <laughs> it's he who shall we not. should call him that. Yeah. That should be his yeah. name. <laughs> and so yeah. next we'll have John Boehner on the show. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is called yeah. Boehner. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, in, in all of the articles I read, only one Republican, mm-hmm. and I wish I had his name by me, he said anything. And he is one of the ones that helped co-sponsor the bill yeah. Yeah. in the House for Inda. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, but at least he mentioned it in a statement he said it was you know he said that his party is slowly mm-hmm. moving forward yeah and if that. backwards means slowly then i guess yeah. he's right <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i found it, it it was just scary to me that i mean mm-hmm. especially john boehner's verbiage just to mm-hmm. yeah very much sidestep it and ignore it and you know that either tells me what are you hiding something or right. they really just figure ignoring it is is the best way. I mm. think they're really, I think they're really putting they're pushing a lot of religious liberty things. It's just the beginning, and for every step forward, like the Hobby Lobby case yep. on the Supreme Court, it's one step where they can get a little more foothold. And I think yeah. that's what it is. I think they're going to push that religious liberties as far as they possibly mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. And I think they see the the um, executive orders that were signed as a non-issue because if they can push larger legislation through, then it will matter Mm -hmm. because then everything will change. So, but I mean, this is, we've been talking about it since eight months ago that um, the more progress we make, the harder the fight's going to be right? because, you know, certain sides are going to panic and when they panic, they lash out. And Obama's term, I mean, when does Obama's term end? It's coming Uh, up here. Well, if the next, you know, we we expect Hillary Clinton to run in 2016. Yeah, so So we're going to be in trouble if a Republican takes over. Right. I will cry. (laughs) We will have a show. (laughs) We will have a show, uh, just a morning show. (laughs) Did I just kind of put all Republicans in one little. Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like. I feel like we can do that. We yeah. Can do that. <laughs> they can't I judge us, say, but we can judge In them. the future, I hope to have a certain Republican that we all know on here who tells me all the time that um, he wants to show people that he's not like every Republican, and it's our friend Luke. So who right. tells me constantly. But Luke is not coming on this show. <laughs> Luke has an awful you mouth. Think- yeah. You think it's a hot mess Sunday right now. Yeah, so. it's going to be like, beep, beep, yeah, yeah, beep, yeah. beep, yeah. Yeah. That duck yeah, button, that little button's going to happen. You won't hear the whole show. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, but in, and I apologize, but I was just teasing. Of course, uh, you know, I, I have met many Republicans who are mm-hmm. amazing and very mm-hmm. open minded. Um, yeah, but I lost track of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, right. and that. No, no, I mean, it's just expected, Greg. No. What's that supposed no. to mean? Because no. I'm prettier? No. Yeah, Is that's that right. Oh, Greg. And I'm oh. really smart. I just basically called myself dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that completely backfired on me. Speaking of prettier, <laughs> were, was it on live on the air or before the show that we were talking about Lisa Vanderpump when you and I, Greg and I, were talking about how she's had work done, but she looks great. And I was talking about Reba, and I yeah. love her, and she's had work <laughs> yeah. done, but she looks great. And and Greg and I were both like, yeah, if we had money, we would have work done. Absolutely. We would. And Sergey's over here, I will never do it. And uh, we both look at Sergey <laughs> and go, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> no. We're Even in time, wait. I'm not going to have work done. I have perfectly Just wait till your skin. dimples are below your chin. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I already have dimples just, below my chin. See, I'm just saying. I don't know what that yeah. means. But. I, I, I need a little lift. Yeah. Anyway, so jumping mm. on, you know, this is, as we're talking about all what's going on with these religious liberties, it is, I think, in direct response to how many states. I think there are 40 states that currently have um, lawsuits against them to because of uh same-sex marriage Mm -hmm. yeah the ban on yet another every week Mm -hmm. there's one more and this week we get to congratulate florida Mm -hmm. who has their court district 11 has struck down their ban on same-sex marriage now as usual as we've come to expect there was an automatic stay put on the ruling so no one can get married yet but that's step one we all know it's florida's massive yeah, oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. It's, and can really I say exciting. this? I am I am a little shocked, Florida. I'm calling you out. I am shocked that you let Oklahoma do this first. Yeah, <laughs> Florida, Oklahoma. I mean, yeah. when you look at those, you think Oklahoma is going to be the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. 80th state, and there's only 50. It's going to be the very last, right, right, to go here. And it's not. And Florida finally joins the joins the ranks. And if you looked at our Facebook page earlier this morning, uh, again, that's facebook.com/slash/outspokesman. Mm-hmm. We did put up Lambda Legal released the the marriage map, and so you can go there and you can see what states currently have legalized same-sex mm-hmm. marriage, what states have lawsuits against them, which is everybody else, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. what states have pending suits. I mean, you can look at it because we mm-hmm. talk every week. I lose track. I yeah, think right. there's yeah. – I know there's over 20. I'm sorry. I was looking at the article. What – Mm-hmm. Where can you go to find this? Um, if you actually can go to our Facebook page, yeah, and Lambda Legal mm-hmm. has it, and they mm-hmm. re, uh, they put it up this morning. I grabbed it and put it on our site because we're always talking about these same sex issues. Right. And I'll say yep. six couples in Florida sued together, and that's typically how this works. They sued the state and said, "This ban that you put mm-hmm. in our constitution against same this is not constitutional, so you can't do it." That right. is what we're winning right. on every mm-hmm. step because ever since the Supreme Court struck down DOMA. And they struck down Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Right, right. They have less of a leg to stand on to say. And this is great. We've been talking about uh, district circuit court, uh, the Tenth Circuit, for a very mm-hmm, long time. Mm-hmm. And they are the most conservative circuit. And they're the ones striking it down left and right for Colorado, for Utah, yeah, for yep. Oklahoma, for Kansas. And now here's, you know. Florida. The 11th Circuit doing the same thing. And we have said it's going to be dominoes, and it's being dominoes. There are 40 states still pending um, attorneys. uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Florida attorneys say that there are lawsuits challenging same-sex marriage bans pending in 40 states right now. That's amazing. I mean, that tells you there's a shift. (laughs) What they said in Oklahoma, which was they did have a – a ban that was voted on by the public back in 2004. Mm -hmm. And then, so they're saying, well, you know, failing Fallon, which is what I like to call our Governor Mary Fallon down there, she says, look, the public spoke. Well, here's the thing. And everybody's saying the same thing. These lawyers are all Mm -hmm. stating the same Mm -hmm. thing. Times have changed, and the public opinion has changed. So Mm -hmm. you can't, where she is just relying on that, you can't continue to rely on that. That's not going to be the answer any longer. So um, I say, way to go, Florida. 
We love yeah. you, and we're going to be watching, and we realize it's still a stay, but uh, I know you guys are going to be able to get married soon. It's really funny. If you see the pictures on all the people in for, on, on these websites mm-hmm. or on these articles, they're really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah, I, they pick the pretty ones. Yeah. Exactly. yeah the well, that's yeah. actually very true. That yeah. They would do that. It happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we will say the word allegedly after yeah. that. In allegedly. Case yeah. Lambda, yeah. who is a big legal firm, yeah. is listening and they're like, we're going to sue you for defamation. Yeah. No, allegedly you pick the pretty ones. But, I mean, look at the pictures. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the three of us would be their next article. Clearly. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, we should have been the first, but we'll right. take the next yeah. one. That's fine. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be about gay marriage. Anything. Just put right. us on the cover of right. something, and we'll wear a rainbow flag, and we'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And then, and that's, we're just pretty. Jonathan, I think you should wear a dress. <laughs> I have worn it. Jonathan. <laughs> You're I, doing dress? I've worn a big, um, a big, oh, mm-hmm. I just made myself sad. I, no. <laughs> I wore a black. Big personality. Right. Yeah. A black sparkly dress at one time in my life. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't, I don't know if Mary's going to come out of the closet anytime soon. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. So well, moving on, yeah. in our hot mess in the dish. We're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about um, an interesting thing that happened at a, wa- a water park in Wisconsin. Uh, which is was a a lesbian at, was having this lovely lesbian lady was having a bachelorette party. She was getting married to her fiance, um, and they chose to have part of the bachelorette party was at this water park. Uh-huh. She wore men's swim trunks, okay, and she wore a tank top, okay, and she had a sports bra underneath it. She had been there most of the day. She had been in the floating pool. She mm-hmm. had been in mm-hmm. the, I guess it's the lazy river. Uh, she, you know, she had been there all day. She's going to the water slide, and she is stopped by officials from the water park, and she's told, ma'am, you have to put on a women's swimsuit in order hmm. to um, okay. to be here in the park. Okay. <laughs> she's she's wearing. She said, "There's no rule saying there needs to be gender specific swimwear." I'm wearing men's swim mm-hmm. trunks. I'm wearing. This is what I'm comfortable in. They kicked her out of the park. So this has been a big controversy over there, obviously. And she's not stupid. She went to the news. Of course, you know she's like, "Okay, I'll just yeah. call the news <laughs> reporters. They're gonna love this." Mm-hmm. And of course, the water park has come out and said that there's regulations. There's health regulations, and they weren't discriminating. How would they know she was a lesbian and, you know, all of this? But I think the lady has a point. Unless you're right, going to put on right. their gender-specific swimmer, which, in my humble opinion, is just we place gender on gender roles mm-hmm. on clothes. Mm-hmm. It's so arbitrary. Mm-hmm. So I agree with her. What is the big deal? If she's wearing swimwear, that is really your health regulation. I just decided that I just challenged that with my my wardrobe today, my outfit, because I'm wearing blue on the top and pink on the bottom. Oh, wow. you're st- they would kick you out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gender too- gender specific. <laughs> Rig. That's oh, way too gay. Specific. Gray, gray. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, so I can I and I, I, I need this? to uh, really quickly say that I misspoke. It's Michigan, not oh, Wisconsin. Sorry, okay. Wisconsin. Oh. It happened in Michigan. Yeah. So I think that this is kind of ridiculous. I agree. I'm gonna throw it out I there, agree. and I think it's kind of ridiculous. Part? And well, the whole thing. The whole I mean, thing. yeah. The whole, uh, the whole, I, I, and I think that she is doing mm-hmm, it for mm-hmm. for money. And I think she is doing uh, And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe she's really trying to get a point out there. Trying, yeah. Trying to really do something. She's not getting to paid the for park. the story. Sure. True. You know. But the lawsuit and all that, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she's looking for. It's not about the money. But, well, you say right. that, but it, it's about the money. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just think that, I mean, I, and I understand where she's coming from. And I understand. And, and I wasn't there. So I can't right. say that I was there. But I think I saw you in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. 
but you know, I, I think it's a good point. Mm-hmm. Something that the water park stated is that um, Sweeney's uh, has sought advice from attorneys who handle discriminatory cases. She says it's not about the money, but it's getting an apology from the water park, which is fine. But mm-hmm. when the attorneys came to the water park, um, the 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 manager of it mm-hmm. whatever says I couldn't possibly comment on the oh, when asked if Sweeney was targeted at the park because she was a lesbian Mark who I guess is a, who is a manager responded how could I possibly comment on that how would anyone be aware of Sweeney's sexuality sure, yes sure. she's boyish <laughs> but <laughs> I mean I just think that I mean I, I don't know I don't think well, I think tons of people come in people uh-huh. who are uh, insecure with their bodies come in mm-hmm, on a regular basis mm-hmm, wearing mm-hmm. a t-shirt and right. they're going to come right. in and say get out of the pool get out of this water right. park because See, I, I agree wear a Speedo everywhere. I, so, I don't think I it's bet. about I don't think it's about the discrimination of her sexuality I think it's just about the fact that they don't allow the woman to wear what appears to be a men's garment, and I don't think that's that's well, the gender role. She's, 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 she's wearing a tank top, and she's well, wearing yeah. a sports bra underneath. Exactly. And I don't think that it's. Did they really want her to take the sports bra off? <laughs> Greg is giving <laughs> us a visual of what he would look like in a sports bra <laughs> as he's talking. I, I, it's I, not good. Feeling my bra. <laughs> it's not good. Let me just bring that up. Well, this is what I have to say. Now, I the same thing that, that Greg you just yeah. stated did run through my mind, which was, mm, I mean. She's taken this as far as she can take it. Right. Yeah, right. But at the same time, I have I have sued. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. I don't do lawsuits. I don't take them lightly. I was taught from a very early age that's not how you get stuff. You know, my dad never believed in being litigious. Um, but I have sued a doctor before for refusing to be my doctor because of my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. I didn't do it for the money. And it was true. And what I did it for was I made sure that because I didn't want the money unless they were going to change something in the way they trained right. their doctors. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do have to say, I'm sure she was embarrassed. She mm-hmm. was kicked out in front of all of her friends and in front of a ton of strangers for something that she actually went there. I don't think looking for a lawsuit. She went nope. there wearing what she was comfortable mm-hmm. in, what she probably would swim in. Mm-hmm. And then to be told you need to look more like a lady. Mm-hmm. I really think she probably was humiliated. Mm-hmm. And she probably thought this is not right. I, yeah, and my thought is this: this is my instant thought. When you go down, okay, when you're in mm-hmm. a lazy river, because no one commented on her when she's in the pools of the lazy river. Yeah, right. the only time I commented was on the slides. Yep. Well, why is that? Because you can't wear t-shirts and you can't wear cotton when you're going down a slide because it doesn't work that way. But what's so. very interesting though is mm-hmm. you know that was never in a statement from them. They never took it there and said sure. it's because safety regulations right. say you can't right. be in a t-shirt. Never took it. Yeah. And then when they were asked why she wasn't stopped in the Lazy River or mm-hmm. the other ride she was on, they she was told it's because there were so many people in there they wouldn't have spotted her. So they never yeah. took this very right. – which they should have right. called you because this very well-thought-out argument to say these are the safety – I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they should have called you first and started with that statement, but they never said that statement, yeah. they which were makes really them look about a little the way shady. They did it. If yeah. anything, they should have got her a, – right from which – security. You have to go through these parts and go through security. You have to go through a ticket booth. If yeah. you're not in the appropriate clothes, don't you think that's the perfect time to say yeah. – Oh, well, you know, this is what you need to wear. I I I like that all of a sudden we're supporting the water park and (laughs) being like, oh, here's your argument. Here's how you should have. Well, I just like to play both. I I think that people are so happy or is that right? Litigious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, They're crazy about that. And then I think that, yes, going to media and let the media destroy them. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's okay. But don't (laughs) try to get money. I mean, there's just pointless. Lawsuits are for many who who a dog attacked their child and they have to pay their medical bills or situations like that. Or 
you know, but if you're trying to prove let a me point, you, though, in, if you're looking to get rich from a lawsuit, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I certainly got very little for my yeah. for my lawsuit. But if she's telling the truth, my lawsuit did what I wanted it to do was was mm-hmm. create the, that organization, which is mm-hmm. one of the largest medical providing organizations in Eastern Washington. That's the only thing I'm allowed to say. I have there's rules after you do a lawsuit, but it made them change their policy. That's right. why I was in there. So mm-hmm. if she truly is going, and right. sometimes mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. way to get those companies, my lawyer told me, the only way to get them to change their policies is to threaten what matters to the most, and that's their pocketbook. Right. And so we went after that, but I agreed in the end because that was my goal. Change these things. We're mm-hmm. going to talk. Change yeah. these things, and I'm willing to talk. So, I mean – Without talking to her, maybe that is it. Because, you know, I have to agree with her. It brought up something I wasn't aware of. Uh, Gender-specific swimsuits, it's just ridiculous. Right. You know? Now, safety, if it's a safety thing that has to do with T-shirts, then I understand that. Mm. But to tell Mm. her that she had to wear a women's swimsuit, Mm -hmm. Mm. that was where I was like, well, you know, that's that's a little crazy. Thank you. Are you from, like, 17... I mean, (laughs) where's your dress? Like scuba gear, (laughs) full body scuba gear. If it's anything, then yeah. And then say this is a a unisex uh, swimsuit, (laughs) full body swimming suit. (laughs) Which I would never wear that either because that's so clingy. Yeah, and it's not like Spanx, no matter what they tell you. You know, if I were her though, if I were her, because she she is she's really nice. I had like her interview and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I was. She's a little heavier set. Yeah. I would challenge them and come in the most skimpiest little thing possible. Like I said, I would show up in a Speedo yeah. and say, yeah. is this what you were hoping for? <laughs> Appropriate like now? Because this? Like yeah. this, yeah. oh, this is your other option. So let's look it up. <laughs> yeah. Which would you yeah. like? Yeah. So I'll go put on the swimsuit I had on earlier. Thank yeah. you very much. Because <laughs> that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we're at 1 o'clock, uh, which means in about five minutes, we are going to have... Suzanne Westenhofer um, on the air with us. But Mm -hmm. remember, you are listening to Outspoken on KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And we love that you're here. I think Mm -hmm. Sergey even has a little announcement for us. We do have an announcement. Loud and Proud is giving away three more pairs of tickets to see Against Me playing at the Knitting Factory on August 12th. Uh, To win, go to loudandproud.proudtimes.com. Click Contact Us button. Uh, on the top menu and send us a message to why you should win. Winners will be selected at random by staff and will be announced. Tickets brought to you by Knitting Factory, Proud Times, and your outspoken boys. Yay! Mm-hmm. Great job. We love giving away things here. It's a lot of fun. It's I do our, believe that we have Miss Weston Hoffer on the phone. Mm-hmm. We are going mm-hmm. to take a brief break. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to intro this song with something amazing that happened. Westboro Baptist Church, you know, our, our biggest supporters. I'm yeah. sure they're going <laughs> to underwrite it any time. Um, <laughs> they boycotted Panic at the Disco, which is a wonderful mm-hmm. uh, alternative uh, band. They, The lead singer of Panic at the Disco came mm-hmm. out recently mm-hmm. and said he believed that his sexuality was fluid. So he didn't believe it was either gay or straight. There were no labels for it. So uh, he did recently marry his wife, but he said he'd been with men before. It's not a big deal. Well, they were going to do a show in Westboro Baptist Church's area of the country. Mm -hmm. And because they had heard this, they wrote their own version of their very big hit, I Write the Sins. And it was it. I listened to it this weekend and it is absolutely horrific and it yeah. is very slanderous and yeah. they call mm-hmm. us gay people lots of not fun names and they it's really bad so mm-hmm. panic of the disco heard that they were going to boycott them and put out a statement saying for every 
<laughs> boycott for mm-hmm. every person who shows up to that boycott of our show, yeah, yeah. we are going to donate twenty dollars to HRC mm-hmm. Human Rights Campaign. And so twenty people showed up, and then they released a statement saying. Okay, Westboro Baptist Church, that was a really weak showing, mm-hmm. and we are going to donate more money than that because that's just sad. Yeah. So yeah. I absolutely <laughs> love – Yeah, in your face. I love that yeah. that was the reaction from them mm-hmm. uh, for this statement. Jonathan? Oh, he's I'm under the table. Talking. He's I under the hide. table. But I think that that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Stop talking. He's like <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> right, I just move on. In the I middle of the sentence. it's amazing that they do yeah. that. So in honor mm-hmm. of – Panic at the Disco, I want to play the song that they parodied the Westboro Baptist Church and mm-hmm. say, we love you guys. Be your sexuality fluid, yeah, whether yeah. you identify as any of the LGBT letters. Um, we think it's amazing. So we mm-hmm. love you guys so much. So we are going to attempt to play a song. Here we go. Here is Panic at the Disco. I, ri- I write sins, not tragedies. Panic at the Disco. That's what that was. I forgot to turn my microphone on. Hot Mess Sunday. Hi. Welcome again. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> yeah. We really have these things down. Yes. We are ready to. All right. And Suzanne Westenhofer? Yes. Yep. All yep. right. Caller, you are on the air. Are you Are you really on the are air? Are you on the air? That was a question. <laughs> she is not on the air. Jonathan, did you do something? Did you... Take, put her on hold. Jonathan broke it. Okay, Jonathan. <laughs> You're supposed to be the one that knows how to do this. William, again. They were good. All right. Caller, you are on the air? Are you on the air? Caller is still not on the air. Jonathan, what's going on? Jonathan's panicking. I can feel yeah. his body language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's stall, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Well. This is what happens when we lose a pretty big part of our show. Um, William. Again. It's it's not transferring over. Okay. Well, we may just have to fill in the rest of the show with small talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, I have a little advertisement I could do real quick. Yeah, do that. Is that – so, my partner works Mm -hmm. for New America, Mm -hmm. and they are doing a – if you're familiar with the Wandemere area, they're doing a community fair. Right. uh, August – Sometime in August, you can okay. look it up. But okay. I don't. Is there a website? Is it's it not on the Facebook? first weekend of August? Okay, it's the second weekend of August. Right, I'll double check. But next Sunday, I'll for sure probe about it. Sure. So now that you advertise for them, you know they have to be an underwriter. They have to give us money. Yeah, Numerica. Yeah, that's going to happen. Oh, hello, caller, are you there? Hello. There oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was laughing at you saying they have to help us now because you, you gave them a plug. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Suzanne, welcome so much to Outspoken. We appreciate you dealing welcome with so our... Welcome so much. Welcome so much. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. glad to call. I'm glad to be here. This is great. Yeah, you were recently You were recently in our neck of the woods, actually. I was. I was yes. in Pasto. You had such a, you know, eye-opening experience of what we have to offer in eastern Washington. And and I, but it was grow up for Suzanne, who you know I'm an uh-huh. adult girl, but I'm a I'm born and raised on the East Coast. I had this picture of Washington State as being rain and apple trees, like literally nothing else. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, there's this whole other side that's still kind of awesome. There's all this and this, and there's desert. You know, yeah, but right? it's not on like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't mm-hmm. think of yourself as Los Angeles, but you know, no, no. and we dream of rain over here. So <laughs> yeah. it's but everybody does think it's Seattle. 
all yeah. across the state. I always, <laughs> yeah. I always explain to people that we really get, because we're almost on the borderline of Idaho, and yeah, we really yeah. get more of that warmer weather for the most yep. part. We have all four seasons here. We which do, is which is so right. nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're so glad that you you blessed us there. I actually got to meet you at your show down in Pasco. Mm-hmm. And, I um, remember. Yes, and you were <laughs> hilarious. Just, Thank you. Yeah, which I that hear is, I hear it's helpful when you're a comedian that people find you right? funny. <laughs> but you're also, I have to read some things, some great things about you. First of all, you were the first Uh-oh. openly gay community com- <laughs> comedian with an HBO special. You were the first I, openly yeah. gay comedian on Late Night with David Letterman. You were nominated for a Cable Ace Award for your HBO comedy with Suzanne Westenhofer. And you're like the queen of cruises. Oh, my God. I'm the queen of cruises. There are so many gay men right now going, I don't think so, girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to challenge you. Now there's going to be a reality be show. The king. And then there's going to be a bunch of girls who are way butcher than I am going, I don't think so. I can't win. <laughs> you can't. So do you So you do a lot. Like, what was the count? I was listening to some old interviews. The count of you on, on different cruise ships, that's pretty high by now. It's pretty. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't. Um, I've worked for, there was Sweet for a while. I've worked for Olivia Forever. I've done mm-hmm. RSVP, which is boys. Um, and I will tell you something that you may or may not know. After two, 9-11, after 2001, everybody went, I'm not traveling. I'm not getting on a ship. <laughs> so I had to do all of them for like two or three <laughs> years, I do think, because everybody was like, Oh, Suzanne, you have to help us because people don't want to travel. But if you go, they'll see that everything's okay. <laughs> like, oh, what? Oh so I did a whole lot of them after having already done them for like eight years. I did a whole lot of like I did four and five a year, six a year. You know. Wow. Did they give you like a golden um, little safety jacket just in case? <laughs> no, but I will. Uh, and of course, there's there's always somebody on the ship. Not who works there. I mean, there's always women or men who have so much money, it's ungodly, that go on them all the time anyway. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, well, I'm just working. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I should save up and find my next stuff. husband there? Is that what you're Say saying? Say again, please. I said you're saying that um, I should save up and go on a cruise and find my next husband there? Totally. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the... Actually, that's... that would be cool if you like went on a straight cruise and found your next husband because, you know... Nothing against my gay men because I love me my gay men, but lesbians have making been making straight girls gay for a long, long time. You guys have sex with straight men, but you don't then bring them over, right? They're I, not like it pride. They're not work. They're not helping out. Maybe maybe you should give us some classes because yeah. you guys are yes. so good at it. That yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll sign right up. Yeah. Jonathan just needs to find a gay for pay. Then he's good. Right. For right. Pay. What's a game for pay? pay? Oh, Greg. Is that like we a... must have that in Los Angeles somewhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I, sure. I actually just got back from L.A. I, mm-hmm. I went in there and uh, we were talking about the fact, I don't know if you watch Bravo, but I got a chance to go to Pump sure. and at least uh, meet the Vanderpumps and do a bunch of stuff You know, in L.A. L.A. is a very busy, busy area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hectic. It there. is. It, but it's, you know, I guess, and I do this because I live... Um, Manhattan for a long time, 10 years, mm-hmm. you do the kind of like, but it's not all squished together. So you can actually be in areas where it's kind of like, oh, this is all low-key and this is whatever. And then you can be in West Hollywood where it's like there are days for pay literally on this yeah. <laughs> and that's where we were. You know, I noticed, though, it could be in part of Washington State versus being in mainly in California, mm-hmm. but really L.A., people there are so friendly. 
you almost have you, we have what's called this it, it, i was surprised too jonathan's giving a look right now but um I, you know there's no, what I'm we like, call wait but my girlfriend and i spent <laughs> the next night we were in vancouver after doing pasco pasco and then i think it was portland and eugene but we spent the whole freaking time going everybody was so nice and, and nice in what they were calling the tri-city area or whatever right. and i was like mm-hmm. and I've been out traveling forever. I think you guys are super nice. There's no way we compare. Well, so. You know, though, I came from Seattle. We There's what's called the Seattle freeze there, and mm-hmm. where oh. people don't really socialize. They don't dig deep and this and that, so it's kind of nice to be able to get some stories. I met some really cool people there, so that's cool. Uh, that's good. I'm yeah. glad because I'll be honest with you. I'm not born and raised in Los Angeles. I'm not responsible for it. I don't know yeah. <laughs> Well, so speak- when you're from here and people have such negative impressions, you sort of feel bad. And you're always like, but if you come and we have really great sushi restaurants and people are not, and then they'll come here and something horrible will happen. Right. And then you're mm-hmm. like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So close. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned you're not from there. I mean, you're, and I think every comedian has this. It's their, their comedy is informed by, you know, starting from their childhood. Mm-hmm. You grew up Absolutely. in Amish, Pennsylvania. Really? I did. Yeah. It's not a town, but it's an area. <laughs> right. I grew up in a small town, Columbia, Pennsylvania, which is in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is kind of known, like it's not super famous or anything, but I'm always shocked because people go, Lancaster County, you have the Amish. And, I'm, yeah. and then what are you going to do? Are you going to correct them and say it's yeah. Amish? Yeah. Or are you going to let it go? Um, and yes, so I grew up in farm and factory world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. then I moved... After college, I moved to um, North Jersey, just outside Manhattan. Mm. Literally the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you blew the doors. Now, was that around the time? Because I know you, back in the early days, you were part of ACT UP and Queer Nation. And I was that, that around yeah. that time when you moved from, you know, this more conservative area mm-hmm. to, you know, way more liberal? Is that around the time those things started happening for you? Well, it, and, and I, I think it wasn't just me and that it wasn't like stuff happened for me in that way. It was like I went to college, you know, and in my last, like, two last two years, you know, you realize you're queer, you find mm-hmm. the other queers, you gather up, you start a group. Okay, well, that's what you do. When I moved to um, North Jersey, the AIDS crisis became real. My last year in school, they were still calling it, I want to say, grids. They were still saying it was a gay cancer. Mm-hmm. We were right. like, what? There were only eight of us. We didn't know. Right. And when I got there, everything went, you know what I mean? That just became like what, there was this huge news thing, and we didn't have 24-hour news on every channel or anything, and it was a very mm-hmm. big deal. So to not get involved as a brand-new lesbian, I, you know what I mean? I would have been ridiculous. Yeah. Right? That would have been crazy. It was such a big deal, and it was so important, and we you know, you went to the marches and spoke up and you did that stuff because of the time. Mm-hmm. It's possible that if I had come out in another area or at a different time, right, that I right. might have just been helping with pride and doing pride marches and stuff, but not necessarily as involved. I think a lot of it was the timing of it was kind of like, who would ignore that? You couldn't. You know, you had to get involved. My right. goodness. That was crazy then. Mm-hmm. We marched in marched it. I mean, we, like, interrupt church services. My <laughs> gosh, I was brought up a little Lutheran girl. <laughs> you know, but it was what you did. It was what you did. It was the time, and it was, of course, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So is this kind and of... It really affected me. So is this kind of the same time where where I'm reading about this dare that kind of began your career? 
And uh, is this, uh, in the gay themed material, is that right? So that happened. I was like a bartender at Hulahan, uh, Hulahan's, which you probably, I don't even know if they're open anymore. I was a bartender and like mm-hmm. fool myself and member of queer, queer Nation and Act Up and all that stuff and being, I'm gay, I'm gay, and super out. And then in the I, 90s, the, late, the end of 1990, in fact, we're coming up on my 24th anniversary because it's the end of July. Oh, wow. I, people would say, you're funny and you should mm-hmm. be a stand-up. But by that time, I was like this little miss. I'm so super gay. I was like, well, I'm not going to get up there and talk about a boyfriend or pretend I don't have a partner or pretend right. that the AIDS crisis didn't happen or that I'm, you know what I mean? And <laughs> they were like, um, well, just say you're gay. And I was, and then some people were like, don't say you're gay. It's a, uh, it'll kill your career. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, uh-huh. seems like a million years ago. You can't tell <laughs> yeah. them and all that stuff. And I thought, well, here's what: I'll figure out a way to talk about being gay, openly gay. In stand-up, this is the end of 1990, when it was it just wasn't cool and it wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to make people laugh. It's part of my activism. That's how I like. And all my customers at the uh, place I bartended were like, "Go, go, <laughs> go!" And I went into New York City and I entered a contest, sort of, you know, like I said, on a dare. And I won, so I thought, "Oh, well, this is going to be great. It's easy." <laughs> it's kind of interesting doing that because you know I think a lot of us, even myself, and a lot of us coming mm-hmm. out and doing all that, you use comedy and this and yeah. that and, and jokes right. to kind of right. make it less of a serious situation. And I think at a time like that, coming out and having fun with it and making people laugh, made it also more accepting mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It felt very. It almost felt like the year I came out, and it was quite a few years. It was, you know, good what eight nine years later. I felt also in that whole like there's the power in making people laugh, and I wanted uh, people to see, like, look, I might be gay, but I have the same relationship issues you have. She is not putting the cat back on the toothpaste. She is not doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? But I didn't I didn't want to blend. I've always been a anti-us blending into the mainstream, mm-hmm. so right. I'm struggling right. with that now as an older lesbian. But... Uh, <laughs> I did want, I did, you know, you don't want to get beat up. You don't want your kids taken away from you. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose your job. This is bull crap. You know what I mean? We were like, hey. Yeah. And it and, mattered. Mm-hmm. And thought. you mentioned something. Now we're says, all trying to be just like straight people. And I'm not sure how that, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> See, and I think that's interesting. I did uh, hear in an interview, you did, you, you stated that in the 90s, we apologized for being gay. And now we should stand up and be, you know, and wear it as pride. And you kind of were were alluding to that. Is do you still feel that way? I don't. I never felt that way. I am telling you that I heard that, and it was mm-hmm. very hard on me because I was like, instead of saying I'm gay, I'm mm-hmm. here, I'm proud, there was a kind of like, especially in the mid '90s, before it became as giant it was. I mean, talking before Will and Grace, before it, you know right. what I mean. Mm-hmm. There was a kind of like. I'm gay. I can't help it. Yeah. Well, you're not retarded. I'm saying right. retarded in that way. I mean, you're not like a freak, and I didn't mm-hmm. like that. And I thought, that just is not, where's the pride in that? <laughs> right. And, of course, now, you, I don't even know if anybody would even, who would even think that way anymore? Right. Things have changed so much in just 15, 20 years. It, it's sort of awesome and crazy. It's like, I can't even keep up. I, I remember there was a time when we used to know everyone that was gay that was in sports mm-hmm. or in yeah. the media or in pop culture. Mm-hmm. We, like, knew everyone. And now 
they'll show somebody or I'll look at Advocate Magazine or I'll be online or something and they'll be like, and this person who came out last year and he's a famous whatever player. And I'm like, I never even heard of him. And he's right. all out <laughs> Right? Because there's, now there's so many of us. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Which is like, it's like, oh my God. And, and it just happens now mm-hmm. as matter of fact. Not, it isn't really matter of fact. That is unfair. But do you know what I mean? Right. It's not this giant, huge trauma anymore. Right. It happens when people go, oh, okay. Wow, or I didn't know, or awesome. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, I don't you think that kind of helps us move forward, to oh, be honest? Yes. Because um, they always used to say back in the day it was so important to come out every day, you know, if you yes. were an out mm-hmm. person. Because putting a face on the LGBT community helps, Correct. you know, other people not put the mask of a monster mm-hmm. on sure. you. And it really had to because that was a time when whatever was on in pop culture – it, or whatever people were seeing was, unfortunately, it was really negative. If there was a lesbian or a gay man in a movie, he was a serial killer. Do you know what I mean? If there was a right. lesbian or a gay man in a movie, they killed themselves from sadness. Right, <laughs> you know right. What I mean? yes. If there was a transgendered person, it was the big giant freak. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody went, ooh. And obviously, at that time, especially 80s and 90s, it was the most important thing to be, hey, guess what? I'm gay, I pay my taxes, I have right. a kid, I live next door to you, I'm a nurse, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, it it is more about civil rights. It, it does feel, more, you know what I mean? It feels mm-hmm. more like, no, this law is going to be passed because A, B, and C, whether it's gay marriage or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. That's like a giant leap. Yeah, huge. And you were mentioning earlier, you know, people saying, well, you don't want to come out as gay. It can hurt your career. And actually, we were talking to Lily Tomlin a couple months ago, and oh, she said. she knows that. Yeah, she oh, said yeah. in 75, Time Magazine called her and said, um, we want to put you on the cover of Time and say you're a lesbian. Right. And she said, ain't no way, because mm-hmm. I, know, I know where I want my career to go, and that's going to stop it. Do you think that is less of a, of a threat. I mean, we've come a long way. Do you think people still need to worry about that? Because obviously there are people out there who are allegedly, we talk about maybe gay, who mm-hmm. are in the spotlight, but they still they still won't come out. Do you think that fear is still legitimate? Uh, yes, but not in the big way that it was, mm-hmm. meaning it would have literally just been the end of her. Right. I think now, and I know that I was some of the last group that felt this, and this is a mm-hmm. big 10, 12 years ago, but I'm just saying, um, and now, yes, it is definitely less. You can come out and still work. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they can still find a way to go, well, you know, he's a gay guy, so I'm not sure that we're going to cast him as this. You right, might not right. know it, though. Like, that's not going to be advertised. It's not right. going to be like, we're not going to use her because she's gay, which right. would have been openly stated mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Right. Now yeah. I think it still exists to some degree, and literally hourly it changes. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I mean, it literally, I feel like we're just changing. Like It's just right. it's fine. It's fine. The baby boomers and even the baby boomer kids are now just getting too old, and they're so boring, and we don't care right. anymore. Right. And mm-hmm. people who are 20 right now don't give a crap. Right? Ex- exactly. So, yes, I think it, and I don't think you would ruin it, but look at in the past, I'm going to say three years for fun. Mm-hmm. Gay athletes, yeah, there's still yeah, a lot of people right. in the closet who are athletes, and that's still a, a, a really big, mm-hmm, scary mm-hmm. area for, but my gosh, it's just 
the fact that there's gay football players now is oh yeah I, I think what? you make I think you make a really good point there because there's two different things you know I think when that Jonathan originally asked that question I thought of uh, Laverne Cox mm-hmm. and how oh, I think yeah. that she's brought a lot of awareness and she if anything I think it's really helped her career right. you know to come out mm-hmm. but, you, but it's it, different yeah it's different and then and that was kind of my thought process was uh, no I think it's better these days but you're right mm-hmm. then there's different different celebrities out there like yeah. and, and, the, and what are you doing yeah yeah are you yeah. an athlete right yeah, right and i do think and i'm sorry to interrupt but okay. i do think there is still a, a group of people and we're mm-hmm. we do not want to be naive enough to not think this but there are people in the middle of america and obviously mm-hmm. in the country other countries but who are still going i don't want gays teaching my kids yeah right. i don't want them teaching mm-hmm. about homosexuality in school right. so when you get when you start talking about athletes that's like that hits a nerve Right. I mean, look at the backlash that Michael Sam's got within Mm -hmm. the NFL when he, you know, has been so public. You know, he's got a lot of support, but he also has stupid people tweeting stupid things. You know what I mean? About about him just because he's an athlete. But you mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, you know, teaching our kids in the schools. Well, way way back in the day, you actually did a little school tour, didn't you? Oh, I did do that. (laughs) In the early in like 92, 90. Yeah, I did do that. I went just. I went to high school. Oh, my God. And I literally was, a, a, I don't know, a talking visual aid. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I love gay. that. Ask your question. <laughs> you, you literally got to be the token gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. But, and yeah, and back then, okay, this is how long ago it was because, and you're only talking, so just a little over under 20 years, okay, mm-hmm. but everything's changed so differently. I, I remember, though, I would I would be able to tell that there was a gay guy or gay girl in in that class. Right. They would give me the most, like, they would shut me down. They weren't going to ask a question. They weren't right. going to look at me. Mm-hmm. They might giggle, giggle, laugh. Right. Because 20 years ago, the fear was, palpable in all people right. now mm-hmm. it's kind of something where we go this person's afraid of gay people what an idiot what a small-minded right. right. you're not even a part of you don't you know what i mean we it's mm-hmm. not everybody mm-hmm. it's not us well and it not wasn't that. back then it, we didn't talk about it mm-hmm. it wasn't in everyday right. culture yeah. you it didn't run across your tv while you're at dinner you know it just <laughs> we didn't say we were the people that you did not say our name the you know. love that dare not speak its name. Right, exactly. <laughs> it makes us so dramatic, which means gay men love that statement. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know a gay guy thought of that phrase. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure it was somebody I was related to. It had to be. <laughs> uh, but you're, you are so, they call you candid in your comedy, and you are. You are unashamed, and you just are so open about your life. Mm-hmm. Like from way back when my favorite yeah, story true. that you told on stage was, was just and I have quoted it to friends since I saw your show, which was your mother looking at you when you came oh. out to her and saying, I think that's for the best. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. Oh. But do you has it always been you just wear it on your sleeve? You're unapologetic. This is my yeah. life. This is what I've been through. And this is where my comedy is coming from. Yes. And it is better as a comic, meaning I think you're any most comics if they're not full on observational where they're just you know looking out at the world when you're honest mm-hmm. and you're straight up my gosh then you touch everybody they go oh me too or oh that's you mm-hmm. or i heard about that you see what i mean and now mm-hmm. they're in it they're in it 
Yeah. And that's kind of perfect, right? That's where you want it to be. I don't know why you... I, for me, it would been it'd be weird. To, although, wait, okay, so I did Tasco. It was great, and yeah. the next night I did Vancouver, uh-huh. which was also fun and great. And I love Canada, but I like two months ago, I had a fall and I hurt my head, mm-hmm. and I started to tell people because I'm like, oh, this has been my life. What happened? Right. As soon as I said, oh, whatever, blah blah, blah I kind of the whole audience got all sad. I am telling you, I jumped right off that story. I went, oh, so it also is that the audience will direct, you know, mm. if you start talking mm-hmm. about your pet dog and then you think, oh, wait, there's a lot of dog haters in here. You're yeah. not going to tell it anymore. <laughs> you know, so, you're going to go somewhere else and try it because you right? haven't seen them. And as far as me and my family, we've always been taught, you are what you are live out loud mm-hmm. probably seems inappropriate to a lot of people but like if you if i take you guys right now and my mom's having a fight with my other my older sister uh-huh. you're involved once you go now my mom will turn and go don't you just think and now you better have an opinion and you're yeah. on it, and <laughs> my mother is a nice southern lady and that she would <laughs> never do that <laughs> no she no would, she would write you a note oh, that's yeah. a yes. she... my mom is very nice but and probably probably brought up pretty with manners but it is a kind of like in my family and around the way i grew up is it's sort of like oh you know if you go to the bathroom and someone's there you and you're like a friend you yeah. may not shut the door no. i do now of <laughs> course. Wow. you know what i mean yeah. because I, you know i got to college and found out oh, a whole bunch of stuff you yeah. know <laughs> but it, there's a kind of there's a, a level of openness and like oh well, that's fun or you talk about mm-hmm. you had or you talk right. about religion, mm-hmm. or you talk about politics, and then you go to college or you're in high school, and someone says, "Here's the three things you should never talk about in this country: politics, <laughs> sex, religion." Right. And you're like, "Wait, those are my best subjects." <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and <they're> awesome. <laughs> you're like, "When I go home, we'll have nothing to talk about." Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I think first of all, you, I have watched you for years. Like I have oh. watched you from. The HBO specials, all of it. I've always found you hilarious. And actually, it was uh, Christy down at Mid Columbia Pride called me in March and said, We're having Suzanne. Oh, she's amazing. I've known her for decades. Yeah. And she called me and said, Do you want to meet this woman? I, that was so huge for me. And I have to say, you are still as funny, if not funnier, today than you were back then. And you do not stop working. Like, you are on tour no. right now. You're going to be over in Virginia and Tennessee. And I mean, is that I your life? I've I mean, actually never done a show in Richmond, Virginia. I like, really? if you have miles, you should totally come because I have no <laughs> idea what to expect. It's a Monday night and it's a comedy club. That oh, already, wow. I don't care if you're gay, straight, black, white, <laughs> Gentile. That's already like, who laughs on a Monday night? <laughs> right. That is not right. I feel like I should just, like, read from a script from CSI or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, something that's coming into mind, I thought it was kind of funny. My my partner, he does opera, and every time he gets in a family situation and we're on Friends, they always say, can you sing us a song? Yeah. And it's the most uh, awkward thing in the world. So I imagine yeah. <laughs> in your field, I bet you get a lot. Yeah. Can you tell me a joke? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It is, I, I don't know any comedians yet, and I'm very close to some. It is the meanest, weirdest, most put-on thing, isn't it? And I'm sure your partner feels the same way. It's like, and I actually have a friend visiting here from North Carolina who's a dentist, and apparently it's a very 
they do it to doctors too. There's a kind of like, oh, you do this? Well, show me. Or what's this thing on my ear? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and to, for, to say to somebody, tell me a joke. First of all, this is sad, but I probably only know like three jokes, and I've known them since I was eight. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't asked any stories, and it's very much about me and the audience and the moment, and let's, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I, have a joke. What's yeah. that? Yeah. You know, two cowboys walking down. I don't have a joke. Yeah, Parker's like, uh, I'm a little teapot. Sure. Yeah. Oh, there you no, go. I'm kidding. I love him for doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have because to say. It is, it's, there's something, and I don't, and I think people actually, they want to, like, connect to you to some degree, but it, it may or may not be, and I certainly accidentally take it this way. There's a kind of disrespect about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Really? I, you know, people pay me, and your and your partner can totally say this. Yeah. People are like, dude, when I sing, yo, I'm an audience. I got me a green room. People pay, they applaud, they pay attention. I ain't freaking singing just because I'm standing here with you. Yeah, what's yeah. that about? It's a lot of fun during Christmas when Grandma has to sit around and do. <laughs> <laughs> pulls out the book, and we're like, yeah. oh, yeah. boy. You can't be mean to Grandma though. You got. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh you yeah. Remind me. This is so silly, but a million years ago when I had a great-grandmother that was living and I was a little girl, and I think this is a German or, um, like, uh, farm thing, she used to say to my sisters and I when we would come at Christmas, she'd go, now you girls come over and sing Grandma a piece. Oh. And it meant a piece of music. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. My whole life I went, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was probably 20 something and she was long dead when I went, oh, she meant a piece of music. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Grandma, finish your sentences. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sing me a piece. If, if Sing I... your grandma a piece. And, yeah. you know, I'm eight going, a piece of what, lady? <laughs> right. <laughs> If I hear another Josh Groban song during Christmas from Parker, that's oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's now, Suzanne. What I loved that's about brutal. your yeah, <laughs> what I loved about your comedy is that it through the years it has evolved, and mm. and now that I'm older as well, I loved <laughs> watching your show and you're talking about you know the pains that we now feel that have nothing to do yeah, with hey. something we've actually done. It's just you woke <laughs> up and you were older. And so I actually have a question. Sergey is one of our co-hosts here, and mm-hmm. he is uh, just turned 19 years old. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fresh ah. one. Yes. Yeah. So what advice would you give mm. this young gay boy? He thinks I need advice. He does. He does. I <laughs> second that. I do. I do. I do. What advice could you give mm-hmm. this just young media fledgling getting out in the public eye? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to him? Honestly, I would say learn about the history of how the whole gay thing went, like how it all evolved mm-hmm. here in the States, mm-hmm. like from the 50s on, maybe even go back to the 40s, so that you are that awesome person who, when someone mentions a name, a poem, mm-hmm. a movie, whatever, you should do this in, for all things, but like you're a little gay guy, so be all like proud. And like, no, oh, as a matter of fact, it wasn't a parade in 1969 in New York. It was a three-day riot. Yeah, right. And you know what I mean. Be mm-hmm. that really mm-hmm. cool person who, like, you know your you know your stuff. You're like you're not just gay because you like guys. Right. You're like right. you're involved. And I'm you part know of the stuff. history. You mm-hmm. read the books and you're mm-hmm. aware. Ooh, I like it. You're so yeah. feisty. You sound a lot like Jonathan. 
<laughs> yes. That's what he always says. See, Learn yes, Suzanne and me, we do sound a lot alike. Yeah. We do. <laughs> I'm your gay well, man version. So Thank you. You can also, mm-hmm. when, you, when you know the history of anything that is important to you, but mm-hmm. it, you, like, it is important to you, so know the history. It will feel very empowering to you right from the start because you're going right. to be like, well, damn, these people didn't even have to, or they had this. I don't have mm-hmm. to do that. And it'll matter then what you, if you are fighting for something or the fact that, hey, I don't have to fight for this because you know what? 20, 30, 40 years ago, people stood in the streets and made sure this is all good for me. And right. I respect mm-hmm. and I'm glad. Right. I think that's, you know, that's what you mm-hmm. said. I think that is uh, great advice. And I think that's kind of our, our sh- where our show is about is mm-hmm. we're educating ourselves, yeah. but we're also educating uh, our audience. And the mm-hmm. reason is because we have different ages here. We have someone who is uh, at 19, who's mm-hmm. in their later 20s, and who's almost 50. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, for yeah. the record, yeah. I'm 38. Yeah, just and, for the record. But, yeah. we, but on a serious note, we we try to do that so we're educating other, you know, mm-hmm. someone who is 19 who's young and coming out to someone who is, you know, different ages and different, different coming from mm-hmm. different places. I think that's awesome, awesome advice. And I have to say, something I respect about you, Suzanne, is mm-hmm. although you're hilarious and your stand-up stands on its own, you Thank are you. an activist just by being. You just are that's your personality and that's mm-hmm. who you are and i love that you have the i love that you let us talk to you about that side as well as your comedy today that means a great deal to us because you are so much and that's what i mean please let can we call let's get you on a tv show right now i want to write you a sitcom yeah. and let's get you because your <laughs> voice will, is strong I will, I will be in that sitcom i thank love you. it <laughs> no your voice is strong we thank you from a little town mm-hmm. in spokane washington and we mm-hmm. thank you for taking time to be on our show. Um, I do want to say your website is SuzanneW.com, correct? Yes, but I'm on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I get on there. I'm on freaking Twitter. Although, listen to me, even though I love Twitter, uh, I feel like because what same with Facebook. People are anonymous, so they're mm-hmm. getting mean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust us. Yeah. Who's, where are the little activists who are going to make social media awesome? Right. Hey, you're 19. Make social media responsible. I'm tired of that. I'm on it. It's funny how people can, you know, they can say whatever they want to say and be nasty when they can do it online. But when you do it face to face, then it's a whole other world. So different. But I agree. There has to be somebody who like changes that for the world. Like there has to be the people that literally. I don't. I guess you wouldn't march necessarily anymore. But there's somehow to be a way where we're like, you have to be more human beings on social media just because we can't see your face or your name right. you don't get to call somebody this or this yes. or this yep. you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm tired of that exactly See, well, Sergey's going to hook up with you on Twitter then because he's our Twitter boy <laughs> because he understands it. So. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah. 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 I'm not that, saying I understand it. I'm just yeah. there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we thank you so much. You have mm-hmm. a lot of dates coming up. We do want to remind our listening audience, you can go to SuzanneW.com. Mm-hmm. You can see all of her upcoming dates. I did mention mm-hmm. she's going to be in Virginia for two dates, then Tennessee. You're even going to Wyoming. Which uh, yeah. that should yeah, I don't even know. everywhere, just like our publicity says. Right, yeah. she's we're, really there. We're taking over. Yeah, <laughs> and so you can look up uh, even clips of Suzanne's past mm-hmm. shows. But mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to buy her DVDs to go out and see her show if she's anywhere near you because she is hilarious. So thank you so much for taking time to be with us this thank Sunday. Thank you, Suzanne. You are wonderful. You have a wonderful day, and thank you again. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you.
I'm going to come back to Pasco. We'll have a great time. I'll come back to Spokane. Uh, come Spokane. to Spokane I because... Said, and then I just said Spokane, and I know right. better. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have you in the studio next time. You'll actually be in here with us. That would be perfect. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful Thank tour. Thank you. Okay, bye. I just kept saying thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I, Ten. I'm like, thank I don't know yeah. how to oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. transition. Thank you. Oh, you have thank a good you. day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have a good tour. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm awkward. Yeah. I have said this many times. <laughs> I'm very awkward. Bye-bye. Mm. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> so that was Suzanne Westenhofer. She is a out proud uh, activist mm-hmm. and lesbian comedian, and I, like I said, her stand-up does just stand up on its own. It's not just about being gay. She's just hilarious, and she just talks about her life, uh, her her mm-hmm. girlfriends, and she lives in L.A., and so she has a lot of work. So if you have a chance to see Suzanne or to check out her website, we'll put them up on our Facebook page as well. Uh, you need to check her out. So right. we are going to take another break here in a minute. This break is is sponsored by Sergey. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It is spo- sponsored by me. Um and the song we're going to listen to is called Back Then, and it is by B-Story. Um, it's just reminding us of all the good times we had, and it's pretty nostalgic, so feel free to cry. Today I'm <laughs> sponsoring your tears. No worries. <laughs> Will's not here, so someone has to do it. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Back Then, what did you call him? B-Story. All right, and you are listening to KYRS, and this is Outspoken, and this is 88.1, 92.3 FM. And you're with the boys, and we uh, just had a wonderful, wonderful interview with Suzanne uh, Wessenhofer. Wessenhofer, right? yeah. That's quite the last name. Yeah. yeah. Right? I always think about people with last names like that because I taught education and how difficult that must have been for her as a first grader to spell out her last name. Well, and she had to be a mm-hmm. comedian because, yeah. you know, she was made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, right. That's yeah. all she dealt with it. Yeah. I will say, you know, I was lucky enough to see her, and she is funny. And she's on tour, so let's mm-hmm. stay again. You can go to www.suzanne, that's with a Z, suzannew.com. And you can see, you know, clips of her comedy. You can even find out where she's going to be next. So if she is in your neck of the woods, we do encourage you to go see her. You can also get some of her DVDs there as mm-hmm. well. Like I said, she was up for a Cable Ace Award. She's had HBO Comedy Special. She was the first lesbian comedian on David Letterman, or I should say an out lesbian comedian on David Letterman, mm-hmm. uh, Late Night with David Letterman. So that's really exciting. But because the Outspoken Boys are always doing exciting things, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. next week, if you tune in, we have special guests. It's an organization, so it's not a person. But Freedom to Marry is going to be in Mm -hmm. the studio. We talk every week about what new state has has fought to Mm -hmm. win to strike down the ban on same-sex marriage. So we're going to have Freedom to Marry in here, and we're going to talk more about that. So um, that's going to be a lot of fun uh, to have them here and to be more. We're We're educating so much lately. We are. We are. I know. We're like. We're we are cool. the teachers like, of the world. We're like really educated. Oh, yeah, we're really like, <laughs> like yes. So like like Greg said earlier, you know he he taught education. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I worked yeah. with education. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. She said you talked education. Well, actually, yeah. I did taught because I was at the YMCA. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know, but that's just a Running funny way to say it. And you did. Taught Thank you. I did. Oh, I said taught. taught oh, I did. Education. Education. Taught education. Yeah, I taught education. I'm well, thinking of a certain finger right now. <laughs> yeah, for both of you. Oh, are we doing magic tricks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I get pinky? Yes. <laughs> so I do have to say, it's so much fun in here. This has been a hot mess. 
William, if you're listening, I doubt you are, but if you're listening mm-hmm. this morning, um, this hot mess is dedicated to you because most of it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So Will. we appreciate everybody uh, mm-hmm. hanging in there with us. This is going to be, we're going to get, by the time Will is off on August 17th, we're going to get good at this mm-hmm. because it's going to be this, what you see here today. So, mm-hmm. so we have yeah. till then to make it. Ready. But like two times better. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think yes. so. Do not compare it to today. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. not five or no, ten no. or hundred percent no. better. It's please. Just, yes. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> so keep watch. You remember mm. you can always reach Outspoken on Facebook. And Twitter at uh Facebook slash Outspokesman. Is that what it is? Yeah. There and you go. Twitter at uh Outspokesman. And make sure to hashtag us at hashtag outspoken and if you are listening during the show, hashtag Hot Mess Sunday. And really, that's more appropriate. That is more yeah. appropriate. That's it's really what we are. Especially if mm-hmm. you want to talk about today's show. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag that's Hot right. Mess Sunday. And so lots of you like to make comments. So I really think this is the show. If you're going to tease us, do it now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or forever hold your peace. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Because um, this show's being burned. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> <laughs> Delete. I think it went really well. I, actually, the interviews and went very well. The fact that I'm back, which <laughs> kind of saves the whole thing. So That's right. why I was crying during that song. It had right. nothing to do with the song. It's the Greg's back. Well, it's okay, because when we put it on the website, we'll just edit all of it. We're talking oh. about Pray for Peace, because <laughs> I'm back and I, pre- create, I bring the peace. Right, yeah, and I was praying, <laughs> and yeah. I'm doing the motions in studio. Okay, mm-hmm. I was thinking for a moment that we should have a camera that... Why, that you we could post online, people can actually see us. But then during certain things of the show that we're mocking, it ha- yeah. that was like, wait, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> we will be honest with you. Sometimes we're talking about subjects, and while somebody's talking, we will make faces. The others, ones well, of us. Sometimes, or someone says something that sounds really funny or inappropriate. Yeah, and we, we can't turn into say elementary on kids and we start doing gestures and laughing. <laughs> yes. But I will say, you know, there are a lot of radio shows out there that do live web broadcasts at the same time. So you see mm-hmm. the webcam, and actually, one of them is Howard Stern. And so I think, let's just do it. Yeah. We're, we'll mount them in here. We. It's just entertaining mm-hmm. to watch us. But, but the entertainment part is Jonathan, is when the, <laughs> the Pray for Peace, Jonathan's really into the music, mm-hmm. and he's really doing the Pray for yeah. Peace like <laughs> motions for I it. Feel it. I <laughs> feel yeah. it. Ed Greg's over there going, oh, not again. Oh. No. Why? <laughs> Why is he here? But, Sergey, you have an announcement to I make do, before yeah. we run out of the show. Uh, one more time, a Loud and Proud is giving away three more pairs of tickets to see Against Me playing at the Knitting Factory on August 12th. Uh, to win, go to loud, uh, loudandproud.proudtimes.com. Contact uh, them at the contact button on top of the menu. I'm really, really doing well on this one. Um, <laughs> and send like them a message to why you should win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe you um, need to practice that. <laughs> winners, Jonathan, will be selected at random um, by the staff and will be announced. Uh, tickets brought to you by Knitting Factory and Proud Times and Outspoken. And Antonia B., um, has yet to claim her win. We she announced you winner. last weekend, Tonya. Yeah, so please, please contact us for your tickets. Otherwise... Because we know you entered, yeah. so you want to win them. So We may we just take them, them for ourselves and right? go for you. I know, right? I don't... And I'm, I mean, That's they're fine. a great band. If you don't mm-hmm. know who a band is and you're on radio, just fake it. Yeah. Say, they are amazing. <laughs> they are. Watch I'm it be sure just one person, Jonathan. Right. They are they, so good, that one they. They're so good that uh-huh. they're, I feel like there's a ton of yeah. them. They're, they are the royal they. 
So, wow, I'm really missing out on this conversation, you guys. Yeah, I, I know because Greg's over here. He's got, just lounging back on yeah. his phone. He's like, I, I got I'm distracted out. there for a bit. And I came back. I'm like, what are they talking about right now? <laughs> That's your hot mess. Yeah. Me. So remember, please email us any of your mm-hmm. comments. You can email mm-hmm. outspoken at kyrs.com. You can go to Facebook, facebook.com/outspokesman. You can go to Twitter at outspokesman on Twitter and hashtag hot mess Sunday. And remember to watch our website, uh, outspoken.proudtimes.com for upcoming great shows that we have coming along to learn more about freedom to marry. We will post those all Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. so you can get to know our guests next week. Send us your questions. If you have anything you want us to ask them, we are more, more than happy to, to send it out to them. So we thank you all for your amazing support of the boys. As always, Mm -hmm. please hang in there with us as we make some transitions. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard to change. I'm old. We don't like change mm-hmm. here. <laughs> no. And so um, I, I know I had a <laughs> we had a conversation, Greg and I, yesterday, and we're talking about Will leaving. We're like, you know, he's so great, and we have so much fun with Will. And there's that moment where we have to look at each other and go, we just need to accept he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like death. It is. <laughs> it is. We, there's we a lot of emotions that, that go through left. with it. Yes. So, but William will be back next week. Remember, his last Good day. Good thing not dramatic. <laughs> so, yeah. no, no. 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 I know. Sergey's over here laughing yeah. at us like we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, like, you joined like the crazy. I like how I played so. on you. Yeah. <laughs> I turned it back on. Yeah. <laughs> Great, like oh, you Jonathan. guys. Oh, yeah. you mean a Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> so please, and look for us because we're making some public appearances mm-hmm. out in the community um, starting in August. So I'm tired already thinking about it, but we're going to be out there. So uh, watch us as we're out and about. And remember to educate yourself. That's what we're here for at Outspoken. So, and stay tuned for the amazing other shows on KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. We will see you next week. Say bye, boys. Bye. Bye, boys.